hey and welcome to the short stuff. I should say happy new year and welcome to the short stuff, huh, Chuck? It's 2020. It is. We're living in the future. Yes. Well, I'm Josh and there's Chuck and there is guest producer JJ over there. And we're all living in the future. 2020. Time's flying. I've got my jetpack, Mm -hmm. a flying car. Sweet. Uh, And yeah, time's flying. Chuck, do you know why it's flying? Uh, Hold on. I'm about, you see this pill on my plate? I'm about to add water to it to make it into a Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, I thought it was a pot roast dinner. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It always was pot roast, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it really is. But Thanksgiving, that's a close second for sure as far as future food pills go. Okay, I just had it. Delicious. Was it? Did Mm -hmm. did it have any kind of blueberry dessert like Willy Wonka? Yeah, that was a compote. (laughs) Nice. So um, you said something. You said time flies Mm -hmm. or time's flying. I agreed time's flying. And then I asked you why time is flying. You didn't answer, so I'm going to answer for you. Mm-hmm. It's because we're aged. Yes. We're getting old, Chuck. I know, dude. As anyone who has ever gotten old knows, the older you get, the faster time goes, where you're just, you're working, 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 and you lift your head up, and all of a sudden it's March, and then it's July, and then it's the holidays, and then it's the next March, and then the next July. And then you die. Pretty much, and you start to get a little panicky because yeah. you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, these <laughs> these years are important, you know, I need to pay attention to them, but... Uh, it, it everybody knows that as you're when you're a grown up, you have so many more responsibilities than when you're a kid. Of course, yeah. time's gonna fly. The thing is, there there seems to be objective evidence that time actually does speed up as you age, uh, relative to your experience. Like subjectively, you experience time moving faster as you age, and that doesn't quite make sense. Yeah, and there's um. This has always been an interesting uh, concept to wrap my head around because it's definitely something that you cannot avoid noticing as you get a little older. Yeah. Uh, there was one study done. I thought this was kind of interesting in the 90s. A psychologist named Peter uh, Mangan. Ma- Mangan? <laughs> you butchered that. <laughs> Peter Mangan. There you go. And he had 25 young people between 1924 and then 15 uh, older people between 60 and 80. I'm sorry, real quick. I also saw that he had some middle-aged people too, but go ahead. I would think so. Yeah. Because that's a big jump. Yeah. Uh, to estimate a three-minute time interval just by counting out loud. Yeah. So he said, hey, you 16-year-old, count out three minutes, second by second, yep. by going one, 1,000, two, 1,000. Right. And so the younger set averaged three minutes and three seconds. They kind of nailed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went over to the older set. He woke them up. <laughs> <laughs> huh? What? And they went, hey, what? Uh, three minutes and 40 seconds is what they averaged. So they were off by uh, 37 seconds from the younger set. And, you know, basically thinking that three minutes had elapsed. And the thinking here is is that, hey, your brain's internal clock uh, runs slowly if you're older. Right. So- and this proves it. Right. So and that would mean that if your if your internal clock is running more slowly relative to the actual passage of time, then to you it would seem like time is speeding up because what you're counting off is way slower than what's actually going on, which would account for why um it would seem like time speeds up as as we get older because it actually is relative to our own internal clocks. 
Yeah, and there's a few ideas behind this. Um, one is that um, our biological internal clocks do slow down. Our metabolism slows down. Yeah. Our breathing, our heartbeat. Um, I listened to uh, my daughter's heartbeat the other day. I put my ear to her chest because oh. she did the same to me. Uh-huh. And her heart was going ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. And sure. we were just hanging out. Right. And she listened to mine, and it was like, <laughs> beat. <laughs> And it, it wheezed and farted between every beat. That's great. <laughs> Made like a cranky gear sound too. Yeah. So, and I heard hers and I was like, did you just run a sprint? Like what is going on? Right. And that really hit me. Like it's different when you're a little kid. Yeah. Kids' metabolisms are way faster. Their bodies are just operating way faster. And then as you age, all of these processes start to kind of level off and then slow down. It's the and ramp so- toward death. Basically, <laughs> the that's exit an, ramp. That's another way to put it. Um, but the 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 idea behind this is that there's this internal clock, not our circadian rhythm, which is you know uh, how we know when to to like wake up or eat or that kind of stuff. Yeah, this is a, a separate internal clock that we actually measure time with. And it's theoretical. We've never found it. But they think that it's located in the striatum in the midbrain mm-hmm. and that it uses internal and external cues to measure time. And one of the internal cues that it uses is something like heartbeat or breaths. And so if you're a kid and you're breathing faster and your heart's beating faster, time seems to pass more slowly yeah. because your clock is speeded up. It's the exact opposite of what would happen if those breaths and those heartbeats slow down as you age and your your clock slows down so it seems like time is speeding rather than going slowly. Yeah, there's another idea. I mean, there's a lot to this, and it's probably all of these things combined. Well, yeah, a lot of them do have to do with this brain's internal clock thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Another idea is that uh, a child has so many new experiences every day. You know, you hear about a kid being a sponge and everything is brand new. Mm-hmm. And as you, you know, you get to our age and you have a job and you live in a house and you have a certain commute and you do certain things and you're walking the dog. It's like it's a repetitive um, in many cases. It's a repetitive circumstance of doing the same things over and over and over. So there's no newness there. And so all those new experiences aren't happening to us like they're happening to children. Uh, This one, I wonder if you did a test where you only experience new things still as an adult, Mm -hmm. as if you were a child, Mm -hmm. if that would counter the time is flying effect. You would think it would. I don't know how you would test that, but, you know, that theory says You'd have a lot absolutely. of money, probably. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Plus, also, it'd be like, whatever whatever you're doing to test this, I want to do, because that sounds like a lot of fun. Right. But it's the idea is, is that you have, like, all of these... It requires more brain processing to to process these novel stimuli rather than just letting life pass you by because it's all familiar. Right. And so kind of in the same way that your heart's beating faster and you're breathing more, it, it um, makes your clock run faster, and so time seems to pass more slowly. It's basically the same thing, but rather than heartbeat, it's, it's processing new experience. Yes. And that also really kind of ties into this other thing that you do notice in addition to time passing more quickly when you age, is that it's easy to just kind of be in a rut as you age too because there are so so fewer experiences that are just brand new to you. Yeah, we've done it all. 
done it, seen it, done it. All right. Well, let's take a break. Let's go do something new. Okay. And uh, we'll come back and see how that feels right after this. I feel great, Chuck. I do too. I feel like we'll a child. never, <laughs> never be able to replicate that. We shouldn't even bother telling people about it because I don't think anybody could ever do it. That's right. Okay. So one thing I did want to mention was the notion of, uh, and this is something I've noticed from being a kid to being an adult. If you drive to a vacation, uh, as uh, it, it always seemed as a kid, like getting to the vacation happened really fast because maybe you were excited about things you were going to do. Uh, or no, no, no. It seemed super slow when you were a kid because mm-hmm. the anticipation uh, and driving on the way home went super fast. That is reverse for me as an adult mm-hmm. is when I drive to a vacation, it goes pretty fast because I'm super excited. Um, but on the way home, it's a slog. Right, because you know you're coming back to a recording session with me. No, not that, but it's weird. A switch happens at some point. Yeah, and I think that has to do with the same— well, some of these theories suggest it has to do with the same thing. You you are— actually, that that would be kind of new and on its own, huh? Yeah, I think it sort of flies in the face of that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, I I don't know what the the answer is. I'm not even going to venture a guess. All right. (laughs) What about um, this guy, Steve Taylor, who um, wrote a book called Making Time? He, he has a theory that basically um, because we become more familiar with everything as we go by, not only are there fewer experiences, new experiences to be had, yeah. but the experiences that we have over and over again become so familiar to us, they barely even register when they do happen. right. Which makes time seem to pass even more quickly because we're processing less new information. It kind of ties into that um, that that brain processing one. It's just it, it just kind of really drives home how grim adulthood is. Yeah, and could be aided by the fact that you're not getting as many dopamine hits uh, because this novel stimuli is not coming along as often. Right. So that all ties back into that brain clock thing again, too, which is the idea that. Um, when we're, when our that part of our midbrain is learning to to measure time, as it's doing that, it gets little hits of dopamine to help train it. Well, they found that your hits of dopamine decrease as you age, which also kind of correlates with the idea that time seems to um, go faster as we age, mm-hmm. and our biological clocks seem to start to run slower. So they think that maybe that that we us getting less dopamine is part of that that internal clock slowing down thing. Right. Uh, the thing that makes a lot of sense to me, and we're not going to get too in the weeds with what logarithmic scales are, <laughs> but let's just say this. If you measure an earthquake on the Richter scale, that's a logarithmic scale, and it's not the same as a linear scale. Right. So if you jump from 10 to 11 on the Richter scale, it's like a tenfold jump. It's not a 10% jump. Right. Uh, is that good enough for that? I think so. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so I think this uh, this can apply to life, and this one makes a lot of sense because if you are a 10-year-old, then you've experienced uh, one year is 10% of your life. So that's right. a big chunk. Yeah. 
But by the time you get to 20, it's only 5%. And we could keep going here, and it just gets more and more depressing yeah. as you go. But they basically are saying you should think of it in terms of this logarithmic scale as opposed to a linear scale. Because by the time you get to you know, 60, 70, 80 years old, that's a big chunk of your life. Uh, that's gone by at that point. Right. And so any new amount of time that goes by is proportional to the increasingly larger amount of time that has gone by. Right. And so if that's how we process and measure the time in our lifetime, Mm -hmm. then the longer you're alive, the longer it takes to seem like a lot of time has passed by. Like this guy, um, Christian Yates from University of Bath, he said the reason why... If the summer lasted so long or it took so long to for a birthday to come and, and a new one to come. Yeah. Is that that year, if you're like five, like you're saying, that's like a fifth of your life. Yeah, one exactly. year is a fifth of your life. If you're 50, one year is a 50th of your life. So a year can just start to zip by and zip Ugh. by and faster and faster yeah. the more you age. And he ended with something. Um, he wrote a good article in the conversation uh, so shout out to him for that one. But he he basically said, for you to experience what seems to you is the same amount of time between the ages of 5 and 10 mm-hmm. would require you to live from age 40 to age 80. That's so depressing. Proportionately speaking, yeah. it would be the same suggest- subjective experience of time for you. Yeah, because occasionally I will think like, let's say I got 20 more great years left. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's not much time. But then I think, man, from birth to age 20 mm-hmm. was forever. Yeah. Uh, so I'm good. But that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, because 20 to 40 seemed to zip by a lot faster than zero to 20. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think they're on to something with that last one. All right. So I'm thoroughly depressed now. I am too. Let's go celebrate 2020, buddy. Actually, <laughs> we don't need to be depressed. We need to take this as motivation to go really pay attention and be grateful for this year. This and year. live life. Let's do it. All right. Short Stuff out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.